that sounds nice. That sounds like some theme music right there. That sounds like the Soul Material Podcast. It's T Martin Street Shark. It's your man, the OGEO. Let's do it. We got a new podcast. We got the theme music. Let's drop some knowledge, man. Let's do it. Soul Material Podcast. The podcast you cheer for. And we're back. New episodes. Um, so let's just let's just get into it right now. So this episode is, you know, is it has a lot of duality to it. So we just wanted to, you know, do the one two thing and really hone in on the the sneaker culture when it comes to uh, is it a hobby versus the hustle? Or is it both? Is there a yin and a yang? So that's what we're talking about today. Um, hobby versus hustle. So I'm gonna kick it to the OG. So uh, shark as I sip on my Nestle Splash lemon flavor. Um, a lot of our peers, a lot of guys who have known us for years, has been wondering when um, the animated EO um, would make an appearance after you know the exhibition and then the triple double, and um, seeing that we've been very professional and not necessarily monotone, but um, we kept it to the script as far as sticking to the facts, um, as far as the game and things we project, the things that we see and so forth. And this topic right here um, is dear to my heart due to a lot of the things that I've endured um, throughout 2021, looking forward to 2022 coming because I had to learn through experience and through being out here in these streets that this game has always been a hobby for me and never a hustle and I had to go through things as far as um, even leaving and dissolving a company um, having a conflict with a couple of guys that I respected because I realized that they thought um, I or they believed that um, flipping sneakers was a way to pay rent um, and pay bills and um, I've never, I I never been part of that life so with me um, always been smart always been strategic um, me being a part of that Nike talk culture back in the 2000s it was like categories so we were always buy sell traders and that was cool but then if you were a reseller then you were seen upon you know differently than if you were a bulk buyer you were seen differently than you were a collector and you were just beloved and all that got twisted because the game right now Tony is like a used car dealership everyone <laughs> is either driving their car or have a lot of cars in their parking lot used or new that they could sell at any given time and that's just what it is right now you can't get mad at anyone who has the affordability or the resources or the techniques or investments to buy the lot but at the same time um it's a lot of guys who depend on this sneaker thing which is now a multi-billion dollar industry in the black market alone um to make a living and it has deterred a lot of integrity with people in the game and um i've experienced that directly and I realized flat out that I'm like, yo, this game for me, young, has always been just a hobby, and that's it. If I paid a bill here and there, yeah, you know, sneakers paid for my first honeymoon with my first wife. Um, sneakers did pay for a lot of expenses with my daughter when she first was here, because that first year, you know, if you're a parent, just kind of just drains you no matter how financially responsible you are. Um, and I always got back. So, um, but just to strictly to have the stress of 
the sneaker has to sell or else. I never had that, Tony, and never will. And maybe that's just me and where I've been because my foundation in the game. But um, don't get it twisted, man. This game's always been a hobby for me, always will be. And I've seen just, um, as Nas say, the love changes, the thug changes, and best friends become strangers. Yeah, that's so. Just a transition, you know, at the Soul Material podcast. This is some real, real solid material that you're spitting right now. And I just want to do a, a bring it back, bring it back. Give us the three tiers yeah. of, of of what you talked about when it comes to like. Just give it to us in bullet point form, really, one more time, because this is a message. Well, we want to. Uh, you know, define that, and I'm going to elaborate on it. So those three tiers of what you know, reseller. Got you. Actually, it was four. Oh, back back in the day, um, you were just a collector, meaning you were a person that just went to the store, bought your size, and you rocked that size. It maybe one to rock, one to stock. That was one of the sayings back in the day. Then you were kind of deterred a little bit if you were a reseller, if you will, meaning you'll go in and get four or five pair just to flip. But everyone was kind of doing that. But then the collectors will be seen as different because we just collect, we don't resell. But then you had your bulk buyers who were usually of an Asian descent that had connections and that will backdoor and that will go through and buy every pair. So when you're in line and you all of a sudden the gates open up and you're like, oh, we don't have any. You're like, okay, so what bulk buyer bought up all the sizes? And, you know, the stores had to do whatever it had to do um, with that. And then um, I guess those are the three tiers. The other, what I call the buy, sell, trade, and you can just put that in with just being a person in the game regardless so you had this tier of a collector in which they bought they wore they never would sell anything they would die with it then you had people that would buy sell trade because they understood the fluidity of the game and those were the four tiers um during the nike talk um in style shoes soul collector i could name all kind of sites era in which okay what category did you fit in and resellers and bulk buyers i mean they were Deframe to the fact that you know um guys would just go online and they 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 it would shame them in which they wouldn't even come out to play on these message boards so gotcha. now everyone has become um a bulk buyer or reseller because the game has gotten that much as far as profit and so forth to where you know you got people as we talked about before in our last episodes in our last seasons you got possibly four generations of the same family in the same line literally Nah. okay so now that we established at least the the framework of the tiers, okay? Whether it's three, four, where, mm-hmm. you know, because the buy, sell, trade is kind of maybe a um, a byproduct of all of that uh, meshing together and as far as the culture, um, because when you were, let's talk about the collector, all right? Because I'm a collector. <laughs> and that's where it started because I don't just collect shoes <laughs> like you know i'm actually anybody that knows me the shark is all about the the toy game the retro toy game as well so all of those things um really resonate back to it's the same hunt for me okay it's the same thrill to get the um the exclusive piece um and that's why it's it's a hobby but you know at the same time like that's where it is it, it, the, the fuel right so when you're a collector you have principles of how th- what you're searching connects to you all right that has nothing to do with those bulk buyers uh, you know covered in um they're seeing that those people exist so those people had to exist exist first all right and then you know once you you start moving around into we might resell 
but since you're in it and you're a collector, the resale is for the good of the community because that, uh, you know, one to rock, one to stock, you know, sometimes, you know, when you got that, that, uh, and true collectors will know about that, that, that one that you stock, you break it out. You break them Bo Jacksons that you, <laughs> that you had sitting around for three, four years. You know, you getting one way and them things is crumbling. So you might actually go and sell them, um, and then get the next one. Um, so sometimes, but that was no harm, no foul, because you're, you're just circling it back into the community that also had dubs, um, you know, but things have gotten out of hand because you keep seeing what that pool of people look like. And that pool started to grow. And then you, here came the vultures. Here came mm-hmm. the, the commercialization. Um, so that's why I was trying to tie all those things back together uh, into like that core pool. That's why some of the, you know, us, you know, OGs that have been there from the beginning, you know, you you, you don't want to come off as, you know, the game has changed and everything is different and it's not what it used to be, but it's, well, it's not. Everything was supposed to grow, um, but you're not giving, <laughs> you're not giving back the principles. Where did the principles go? Um, because it won't ever, it, you, it won't last uh, because you can't have more buyers I mean, more sellers than buyers mm-hmm. at some point in time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, because at first it was it was more even, and we're all just here and having a good time and sharing our experiences with each other. And then now it's like, you know, now the the, the buy sell trade means something different. Before, like, you was really buying, selling, and trading with a purpose. Now the purpose is the monetization, and it's the just to get them off. Well, Tony, when I go into a mall, I'm gonna tell you the theme music comes in my mind whether I'm in D.C. or New York or Carolina, is Survival of the Fittest by Mob Deep. That first two seconds. Queens get the money. Long time. Like I just feel like I'm in some kind of war, animalistic mode um, going into a store because I never know what I'm going to get, not only from um, employees themselves, but people that may be in there during a release date or just inquiring or just in there just browsing. And I'm just like, what happened to the days like we talked about before, man? You're going to an athlete's foot or you're going to, of course, me being from D.C., man, I remember Snyder's and I remember a whole bunch of, of, of the old mama pops back in the day um, where it was like four or five things on the wall that you had to have. You only could afford one. Um, but now you go into a store now and it's like, oh, I guess somebody cleaned this place out. And usually it's someone from the inside now. So um, everyone has to rely on a third vendor now whether it's you know a stock x or a goat so forth because i talked to a few people even this past week and they were frustrated with the fact that dude i can't walk in the store and even get a half gr anymore i can't get an air max that that's decent anymore because i have to it's not in there where where, where are they and you gotta be patient uh because a lot of the buy shelf shops that i keep seeing i see it sitting on the shelf mm-hmm. like that's the point like i shouldn't be seeing it yeah i don't see it in the re- major retailers but i see it on your shelves so you know, is that a hustle? Because I felt like when we were talking again at the beginning, we we're talking about hobby, um, and maybe the hustle fuels the hobby because of you know you're just feeding yourself. So you're not sitting here trying to live off the of, of what was going on. You know, it was just um, can my can I flip shoes to pay for the shoes that I want? There um, you go. Um, you know, not um, you know anything else to be honest with you. Um, and then it gets glorified because it looks like people are 
living off of this stuff. But who, how did you acquire these accounts in the first place? A lot of the times you were already good without this. It's just that you're making it seem like, you know, this is your bread and butter when it's not, uh, when it's, it, it's, it, it can't be, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and there's so many different iterations of the game and the, um, again, all of the buy, sell, trade shops and, you know, it's authentic when it starts as a, 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 a hobby. Um, and that becomes like part of your brand. But it, I feel like those are the people that are going to last when you, if you're even entering the game right now, but it's the people that you just come in straight where it's just like, yeah. And you don't understand You don't communicate like you have integrity for the culture, you know, and it just sounds like a hustle. It just sounds like a vulture. It just sounds like a, culture vulture situation where you just see dollar signs in your eyes because people are exchanging this uh, amount of money on the aftermarket and you just want to keep getting in on that like that's at some point in time um, you know we'll talk about the products being available in like other episodes <laughs> as well but um, I think people are going to have to think differently about this conversation well, here's um, the thing, Tony. Um, in the future in the near future but you just discussed something just came to mind Think about that switch where it was a hobby for 65, same percent of folks. And then they see that mighty dollar and then they switch into being that vulture. They switch into, as you talked about before in one of our last episodes, where you are acquiring more than you can afford. So how can you afford it? And then the corruption comes in, the lack of integrity, then the fraud comes in. And then you're dealing with the fakes and the unauthentic shoes and you start to do some things that you wouldn't do when you were in a hobby because now it's your hustle. And what are you hustling for? You're hustling to pay a bill. You're hustling to get more shoes than what you can afford. You have, like So at that point, the mindset totally just changes. And like you've talked about numerous times, and it's one of the things that you have alluded to um, you know, throughout our, our first couple of um, episodes or seasons here, that um, it seems like that becomes the majority. The where new guys that are coming in, they're like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. And most guys like us that got 20, 25 years in this culture um, have converted and conformed to that nonsense. And I think that's where my frustration comes in. Yeah. I mean, so I'll tell a story and I'm going to be very careful how I tell it because I'm not going to I'm not going to name any names. But um, one of the reasons why I stopped doing consignment um, was because of the reasons why people needed money, hmm. um, because I know plenty of you know, ex, you know, basketball players, pro, semi-pro, overseas, whatever, just pop the trunk and say, yo, here's a trash bag full of sneaks tone. You know, what can I get for these? Uh, you know, and then I'll clean them up, go sell them. Um, and, uh, and it just come back and give you some cash. But, you know, a number of people, and then you meet more people after that, like, yo, you know, it's just more, um, talk to me and I'll get them off for you. You, you know, and I wasn't, like charging people to make a living and make it a full-time business. It was just a, you know, little thing that I was doing. I really wanted to, in the part of that side hustle, because I was doing more eBay at that time. Um, I just wanted more inventory to flow through my account so that I could maintain a power seller status mm -hmm. at that time. Gotcha. So I, that's, that's one of the uh, other reasons why I took on so much, uh, 
consignment inventory was to build a newer profile on eBay. So, but again, you see how strategic that was. I wasn't doing it for the, you know, to do to make this up. It wasn't even but so popular at that time because you couldn't walk into the stores you can walk into right now and uh, and you know do a consignment deal and get the eighty twenty or whatever um, after they sell it for you. So what I would do is. You know, I would be honest with people about what I can, you know, I would give them a guesstimate about what I think I can get um, for the total bundle. Um, but then it comes in and then I would give them a nice receipt and say this sold for this. This was the shipping price. This was the fee price. This is how the number was calculated. And then here's my fee <laughs> um, at the end. Um, did that for a couple times. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple people start itemizing stuff like, you know, you do it a couple times and. And then they come back with more like, oh, yeah, well, how about this? And how about this? And then we're like, what if I got the box? And they're like, all right, well, I told you the price, you know, your value will go up. And then all of a sudden, you know, I had to slow down because the question you start questioning what I'm selling the stuff for. Um, and then you come back with your own numbers and, you you, you know, and you you're really like, well, I thought it was going to be. I was like, yeah, you see what they're asking for out there, but are they selling? Hmm. I, I'm giving you the money that I can get today. Well, you want me to let try to sell it to the highest bidder for the next three or four months and you know but if i can get you this in the next two weeks i thought that's what you wanted um mm -hmm. uh, you know what i mean so this is what i got um and, and you start itemizing you know and i'm like you know what then i start hearing about more personal situations and mm -hmm. then that's where i have to withdraw um you know because i wasn't here for that um and actually i don't need to hear that um you know but that's what wasn't the purpose of the service because the other people were just i just want to get rid of all these old shoes so i can buy some new ones or whatever but when you start mixing in some of the personal stuff and the finances and the bills and the household um and then you're trying to that might be a reason why you're in that position uh, mm. you know what i mean um and you you know i'm just saying but so no disrespect to nobody and if anybody knows somebody that might be related to that this story I'm probably talking about them. So, uh, so you told a story, Shark. You know, you're going to tell his as well. So the OG here doesn't care about too many feelings. So um, anyone connect these dots, please connect them. And you can see many streets. But um, as of recently in the fourth quarter, um, I made a purchase with someone. And you know me, Mr. Anna Retentive, had a time and a place to meet the person. Um, I was coming from the D.C. area. Um, going to mid Virginia and um person's already paid for the shoes was where I was supposed to be at that time waited around talked to a few people nowhere to be found made a phone call no answer had another person who was there who knew him directly call no answer okay so I guess I'm going back up to DC came to mid Virginia for no reason what whatever Halfway, you know, coming back up to D.C. area, I get a phone call. Hey, come get these shoes. Pardon me? Um, my time is money. I'm going back up top. Uh, you could just refund me because you weren't where you're supposed to be when you said you was going to be there and so forth. And a couple of people that were around were telling tell me that, yeah, Kev, you, you know, you missed the punctuality and so forth. This may not be a cat you even want to deal with, but I know you want to give him a chance. So um, he was giving me the, the shoe for a very respectable price. So I was like, cool, dude. Like. You know, we'll just work it out. Well, no, come get these shoes. And I'm like, okay, fine. You can't refund me. No, I can't refund you because you already paid for them. And I pulled the ultimate card. I didn't want to pull, but um, I got my receipts. And I was like, Slim, if 
this little hundred and something dollars that means that much to you, you keep it. But that money's going to be cursed. So how are you going to pivot? And that's how I kind of did it. Two minutes later, oh, you'll get a refund before the day is out. So at this point in time, a lot came to my mind about that. First of all, the money wasn't anything. It was more about the principle. I've, I've lost more, you know, doing less. Um, but it was disappointing to me because I'm saying to my, myself, I did not believe that the hustle was just that deep in which this one transaction where the seller was totally at fault. I got no apology whatsoever that he just could maneuver in a way in which I guess it's the game now where he thinks since he has the shoes, he had some kind of leverage. But I'm sitting like, dude, we two grown men. And from a transaction standpoint, you're dead in the wrong. If you were a real man of integrity, you would give me some kind of discount or say, hey, next time you in this area, I got you or no. And I was like, you could keep the money and keep the shoes, but know what you're getting into when you do that because you're dealing with the man of God here, my dude. Like, we're good. And I had nothing to say. All of a sudden, my phone goes off and it's my money. And I donated that money. I ain't want nothing. I want nothing to do with just how I roll. And the funny thing now is that um, when he sees me out in the streets, he literally has not nothing to say. And maybe back in the 90s, I got off off intimidating people. Or I'm like, dude, like it's not even that serious with me. It's like, if you know you're wrong, then we can have a conversation and then that's it and call it a day. But um, just having that kind of just having that in the environment, in your surroundings, when, when, when I'm, I go to places now, because people know me and I'm in the same spots and so forth. It's just kind of weird to where I'm not looking for anyone to admit fault or even take accountability. I'm like, look, bygones is bygones. And I see how you roll now and it's all good. But um, with IG and with Facebook and so forth, these guys can, um, I guess, promote themselves and have a reputation. And then I guess he must have got word that, yeah, I don't think that's who you want to mess with because, you know, once you put it, put, put you on blast, I, I don't know. But either way, Tony, it was the weirdest thing ever to have a grown man tell me, yeah, I know I wasn't there and I got your money and I got the shoe too. And you're going to come and get it now and make a U-turn on 95. I was like, you got the wrong one. So at that point, I knew, um, again, this year was been difficult for me as far as in the game and just seeing how grown men have kind of converted into the whole hustle thing, how it's just, it's almost like a movie where you see a human body um, turning black with the black eyes. And, and it's almost like Halloween almost or, or, or a horror movie where I'm seeing the most thorough, legit people just um, just turn. And it's, it's difficult for me, but I'm like, yo, that's the game now. That's the game. But um, Tony, I'm not happy about that, man, because we ain't talking about, you know, no 19 year old kid or something like that or someone I could mentor or anything like that. We're talking about people that's in our generation, man. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the hustle and, you know, as we bring this full circle for some final thoughts soon. And as far as the, the hustle, I really want to walk away saying that it's not a hustle. Like it's only a hustle in title and what to try to call what you're, how you're moving. Um, Cause when you're hustling backwards, you're not hustling. <laughs> um, so I'm just message. No, I'm just letting you know that that's, that's what you can take that to the bank from the shark. Um, you, you don't, those two don't, that's an oxymoron. They don't go together. You can't say that. Um, so the hobby, um, it was a hustle mentality. Like you think that, um, and then the, the flip game. Cause remember the flip game is, you know, just, stay in it um you know you're not really making money or half the time um especially with everything and the fees and everything whatever platform that you're going through you and, maintain and, it. And, and overhead um so it's a lot of um you know again i told you a strategy of of flipping 
of adding inventory just to build a profile, but I was just to build a profile and the status. So I got extra benefits from that shop that I was running for uh, eBay. Like, but other than that, um, again, you see, that was a business that was strategic. I wasn't, um, you know, trying to, uh, you know, put a pile of shoes on the floor and lay on them and put them on Instagram and act like they was mine. Um, or, you know, like I'm doing it, you know what I mean? And it's, it's again, like point back to optics episode. Like that's half of what this is. Um, it's just optics. And, and it's, it's shameful that the, you're playing on the optics of the power of what leverage you have. And again, the sheep, um, there's more, there's less of us than it is the others. So they can get away with all that stuff. That's why they try to pull it over, over you. It's like, Oh, y'all must've forgot. Like, we, I thought you thought you knew. Uh, so well, however these other people are changing, um, you know, into werewolves or whatever you, you just described, <laughs> you know, it was a walking dead, um, you know, they're just reacting, which means that when the game shifts that we have this eclipse that's on the horizon, um, like, <laughs> see, good luck. Keep doing what you're doing. Good luck. Um, when the sunshine the, hits the vampires, the, you know, revelations, all, everything you can think of is coming. Um, you know, look at the way the business and the world is, is, is moving. And you think that this going, going to stay the same, this like this and the way that people are consuming stuff. Cause you're just making transactions at this point because people aren't consuming the products, mm. you, uh, you know, from where we're at. Cause you don't have, but so many places to go, um, uh, <laughs> to, uh, consume, uh, the lifestyle of, the shoes, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we can take all the pictures at home while we want to, but like, what are we really doing, doing out here? You know what I mean? Um, maybe why there's more like hiking and trail and stuff becomes fashionable because that might be the only stuff you could do is go out on the, <laughs> on the trail. I'm just saying, um, you just got to think about, um, you know, these people are followers. <laughs> um, so let them, you know, react that slow because no one wants to, you're not trendy in your moves. That's part of the hustle. And, you know, are you hustling? Uh, you have the integrity and the honor and the fortitude to go. It looks like you're going against the grain, but you're going where the next thing is and you know it. But because you're first, you just look odd. Uh, you know what I mean? And everyone catches up and just never really gives you the, <laughs> uh, the credit because it gets normalized. But when you make that first curve, um, no one wants to really do that. Um, so, that's why there's more vultures and people lagging behind. Um, and you know, that's why I just wanted to say as a final thought, as much as we talked about hustle and, um, you know, hobby versus hustle, it's always a hobby because that's how you, you walked into it. Um, and like, unless you formally tried to turn your hobby into a business, um, like, cause we really didn't even touch on that. Um, it's just more of a, your hustle, you know, like it's like the other hustle, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like, like the shoes, the, the shoe streets, uh, be there being like, nah, you're definitely not doing that. There ain't no Barksdale boxes, um, um, and <laughs> out there for, for what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, ain't no Marlo pills out there. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? No Marlo got the blue boxes and, and, and uh, uh, Ava got the, the orange boxes and don't, <laughs> and we, we at war. Yeah. You know, where brother moves on at. Um, <laughs> and so like little stuff like that. Um, we need a, uh, we need a prop Joe situation <laughs> to, to clear all this up because it, I felt like the origin of his essence, there was a yin and a yang. They went hand in hand, the, the hobby versus the hustle, but somewhere 
I don't want to say one took over the other. I just feel like they just are not connected together at all. That's just what I'm walking away with. So you can't say hustle is hustle. Um, you know, and because hustle it is, you have to actually move correctly to to be under the true definition. Like you can say you're, yeah, I'm out here hustling and I'm running on a treadmill. Like, you know, you running, but are you going anywhere? I understood. So, I mean, just in the day, Tony, um, my final thought for everyone out there is um, just look in the mirror. That's all. When there's a time in which you are taking people's money as a no interest loan, and you know you don't have the 10 pair of shoes that you've already been paid for and a release date comes and you obtain six of the 10. Um, don't hold on to those other four people money. Give them their money back, man. Um, as I mentioned before, I think we have the most patient people in any hobby in the world. Only thing guys want is their product or their money back. They usually give you sometimes months to get that accomplished, believe it or not. Um, so it's just that um, I just don't understand, Tony, how um, guys can put a fake shoe in a real box or it's the stuff that's going on in this game man um, where as we talked about before with the greed and um, people I think um, biting more than they can chew as far as wanting to have everything it's gotten worse than you know collecting cards or anything like this I mean addiction's an addiction man and um, I'm just not for any kind of strongholds in anything whether it's music whether it's food whether you know I've just I mean a lot of these guys Tony unfortunately sneakers have become their god and I just I see it and I hear it and I hear the conversations and it's like okay you got wife and kids but you look forward to whatever sneaker you're going to either obtain to try to flip or sell or so so forth and um so many people are now in debt over sneakers over the past two years no Tony has just gotten the game has gotten crazy to me so with all of that said man Keep it a buck. Keep it a hobby. Um, the day that you are stressed out or mad or angry or confused, um, you got to check where you are and check the level of the game and um, get back to a happy place, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So there you go. Hobby versus hustle. Part one. <laughs> It'll there be you. another part soon, I know. There you go. Soul material. It's your boy, the OG. All right, and T-Bart the Street Shark. Till next time. See ya. Looking at Juwan across court, knowing that I can't let him down. To have Juwan on this team is like anybody watching me, for that same person to have their best friend and work with them. You know, your boss is not looking, you're going to laugh and make a joke to make things lighter. Uh, when things get tougher, you got somebody to complain to. If something happens to me, Juwan will be on the court before the trainer. <laughs>